What is up and welcome into the Easy Smoke and the GM podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. You all know he played second base there. He was all swack for the Tigers. Is Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL draft guru, Justin Fields' number one fan. He's Glenn Morgan. You can catch all his work at NBC Sports Chicago and the My Teams app. Fellas, hey, how are you? Hey, hey. don't forget uh, PlayStation 5 wannabe owner as well. You can throw that <laughs> wannabe <in>. owner. <laughs> are, you, are you like me? I'm, I'm waiting for, uh, for NCAA football. What, no, excuse me. College football. To uh, to come back out before I make the the PS five investment. Are you are you the same way or no? Nah, if I get that mug uh, after this, <laughs> after this conversation podcast, I jump on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's available. Okay. It's getting yeah. got. Hey, but you, you said college. Let's just call it the Alliance. That's how we are going to call it. The college game would be called the Alliance. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's Man. what's going on now. We yes. definitely gonna we're gonna hit on that today. Segway. <laughs> but let's start off with uh the bears they made some uh what would you say it's big news they made news i don't think it's it's shocking but andy dalton will be the week one starter uh at quarterback for the chicago bears justin fields will be the backup and he will start the third and final preseason game uh for the bears this coming weekend um is that the right move Hell yes, that's the right move. It's 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 the right move. Andy is 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 he hasn't shown me to be that good this preseason, but hey, it, it is what it is. But at the same time, our our offensive line is really bad. It's needs, really bad. Needs a lot of work. It it needs a lot of work. And to open up against LA with with that big dude coming through that middle. I'd rather Andy be the test dummy than uh. <laughs> you talking about you talking about number ninety nine? Number ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. I rather I rather Andy be the test dummy. <laughs> uh, for that, and I mean I just say for that. I I honestly think having a quarterback like Fields actually helps a bad offensive line, but at the same time he's still prone to what we saw happen uh, Saturday where he, even though that was more so on him than mm-hmm. on the line. But that's still the same point though, that he's yeah. experienced. Yeah. You know, so, you know, he's still prone to those things, but I think early on, let, uh, let Andy <laughs> get, get that, get that punishment. And let so him. they, Yeah. <laughs> Let him earn that ten million. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. y'all yeah. some cold, y'all some cold brothers, man. <laughs> Just go put him out. They have him test the landmines. Hey, go ahead, hey, test the landmines. Hey, listen, he missed the. It's my time. Okay, go ahead, <laughs> go right ahead. It's your time, all right. That's 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 that's. That's, that's heartless, man. That's, that's, that's some cold efficiency on your part. That's just brutal. And I agree with you 100%. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Andrew Dalton 
has uh, earned the right with this $10 million contract to go out there and take one for the good old team. Um, yeah, man. It, everything you said, right on point. Um, with Justin still learning and, and understanding where pressure is coming from, and that was a perfect example last week. He could literally put himself in harm's way physically, but I'm also – not worry, but I have a concern that if he goes out there too soon, he might develop, you Some know, bad habits. not just bad habits, but uh, I don't, I don't say a hesitancy, but more of a, a flinching kind of thing where not so much that he's scared, but he's, he's like, you know, not quite seeing ghosts, but right before that, like he's, he's too quick to do something, you know, mm-hmm. he, his decision-making becomes, a bit erratic based upon what he thinks or he perceives or he becomes a little unclear, a little unsure, which then can beget all those bad habits that you just alluded to. I don't want him to, to develop inappropriately. And I think Nagy is right. And he's been right for doing that. And as much as, you know, I've had my criticisms of coach Nagy, particularly with how he handled Trubisky early on, I'm not the big, biggest Trubisky fan, but to not play him at all for two years in a row during the preseason did not help anybody. It really mm-hmm. didn't, especially after the first year when you knew that, you know, maybe this dude might need a little more, you know, time. So handling fields is important for not just now, but for going forward. And I think, you know, although this isn't the same type of team in terms of talent composition-wise that the Kansas City Chiefs were when Nagy was you know, offensive coordinator and quarterback's coach, I, I do think that that experience of handling Mahomes and a talent like Mahomes and a burgeoning talent, I can't even imagine what the practices were like. If the practice with Justin Fields had been off the chain at times, I can't even ma- imagine what Mahomes was looking like in practice and everybody <laughs> looking around like, we're still going to go with Alex, huh? Okay. <laughs> you know, so taking that experience, I don't think, I don't, you know, and the situations won't be the same. I think we will see Fields before the year is out. Um, but we don't need to see him week one. Uh, personally, as I said before, I don't think we need to see him in the month of September. I think he can learn and he will learn about protection schemes that would give the line a chance to gel, to figure out who they are. And the bear schedule, you know, they could be two and two. And that could be reason enough to say we want to go with a change because we think Justin can help us going forward. Or they could be three and one and maybe, you know, you hold Justin off another week or two. Or they could be, you know, worse than that. And then by chance, the season's not over. So you can still justify bringing in uh, Justin, no pun intended, and then be able to maybe, you know, ride the wave of his uh, athleticism and talent to better success. But I agree with you 100%. Yeah, it's the right call not to play him week one against the Rams in L.A. Opening a stadium for the first time on national TV Sunday Night Football. (laughs) Jeez, that's a lot of lot of variables there, man. What do you, what do you say to people that say that you did you know the best way for him to learn though is to be on the field? There's no proven way that that's the 100 the way. Yeah, that's a way. And also, you know, we've also seen Mahomes not play and come out his first year starting and do something that only he and Peyton Manning have done over five thousand and fifty touchdowns in one season. We've also seen McNair sit back. We've seen Aaron Rodgers sit back. And those guys have success when they came in. They sat longer than Mahomes did. And we've also seen guys like Peyton Manning get out there and struggle. You see Troy Aikman get his head bashed in. 
we also saw Justin Herbert have success last year. So I think it's incumbent upon not just the player, but the situation, the environment, the coaching staff, as you mentioned, all the multitudinous number of variables involved to see how a person's going to succeed. And ultimately it comes down to, you know, the best situation and, and making the right move at the right time. And you don't know that we don't know that no one knows that until things kind of get into motion. So we can speculate to the cows come home in the preseason once the season starts, everybody will get a better feel, I believe. Yeah, I have to. I'm, I'm with you guys that I think that that Dalton should start. Um, I was one that, you know, thought that, hey, if, if Fields looks better than Dalton, you know, coming coming to this week, then Fields should, you know, earn that right. But that hit he took against Buffalo, that, uh, <laughs> yes. that changed my mind real quick. <laughs> Real quick, Real quick. I, I I saw his career flash through my eyes like like mm-hmm. like it was my own man. It was uh, like like you know I felt that hit. So mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I'm good with him sitting on the bench for a little bit and 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 holding a clipboard and uh, and learning yeah. learning how to play this game. You know, from a distance. So uh, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm you now, know I'm with what, you guys. What what I. I don't have no wood to knock on, but <laughs> I I have a feeling we still will see him week one. What? You think oh man. Injury to Dalton? I'm 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 three concerned if three he exceptions. Can, I'm more so the first. Okay. I'm 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 a, this old line is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be shocked if he survived. Wow! Like, is that the 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 issues with the offensive line? Is that an indictment of uh of 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 this Bears front office here? Well, you know what? I get uh, I get they came in thinking well, okay, you know they what? Drafted, I say this: they drafted Jenkins, and and you know he was supposed to be the starting left tackle. But you can't come into a season thinking that a rookie who barely played that position might might I add. Is gonna is gonna be the best option. You should have at least come back with a with another veteran that that could you know at least challenge him uh, for a position. And now it, it wouldn't have been a challenge anyway because he hasn't practiced all uh, all <laughs> right. summer. But that I, that's 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 a bad move. Well, I you know what I think if we have the game plan we had at the latter of last season where we were running the ball more that helped our offensive line develop a chemistry and granted Trubisky is more mobile than Andy Dalton is. So the play calling was suited for him to move around a lot, but I don't know. I think, I think we would have to run the ball a lot, a lot. I agree with you on that the whole Trubisky thing. He was scared to run, man. He was barely running. It, and I no, no, I'm just saying it was uh, it was designed place to get him out the pocket, not to run downfield. He was scared to mean. do that. You get, you get, get, you get your pocket. shoulder knocked out of socket. You, you, you'd be scared to run too. I understand, but I'm not getting paid millions of dollars to get that's very true. Out of socket. Very true. Okay. I wasn't number two pick in the draft. Overall that's that's well. exactly right. What 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 <laughs> So I was having fun on social media Saturday, <laughs> picking with picking with iffy Bears fans who 
who hated Trubisky, who when I used to say the play calling sucked, no, dude, just terrible. And now all I see, maybe it's not Trubisky. No, <laughs> but I'm like, let's not get ahead of ourselves now. Trubisky, I'm like, he, I'm like, with he, all that time that O line was giving him, he was still throwing five yard patterns, five yard dig rocks and stuff like nah. that, man. I'm like, he was, he still can't throw the ball down. He was field. still, he was still missing, yeah, still missing <laughs> on the deep ball. He, he, he couldn't throw, a, he couldn't throw a fade on on goal line. I'm like, he like tried he, that a couple times. I'm like, we saw like. Like, first off, Chicago, let's not act like Mitch Trubisky didn't have good games in Chicago. Right. True. He had good games. Like, he had – it was more personal for him than it was for us Saturday. And he went out there and he had a good game, like, in the preseason. Like, but everyone in the world knows he's competing to be the backup. If he was, if it was Nagy, he wouldn't be the backup right now on another team. He'd probably be competing as somebody for a starting spot. Like, dude is what we thought he was. He he had he had one of the good. He games did. I, I I tell you, he did earn his. Uh, I think he earned his backup job after after I, that performance. Uh, well, maybe we'll see. You don't you don't, you don't think so? Y'all said he, I didn't I didn't see the first one, but y'all clearly said he was. The least best in that first game. That's what Glenn. I didn't watch that Bill. That first Bills game. That's what Glenn said. No, I didn't watch the Bills game. I just said it, the second job is not guaranteed. That's all I said. There will be some competition. That's he, all I he, said. He guaranteed that job on on I'm, last Saturday. He had a great game against the Bears, and he fooled Buffalo Bill organization into believing that he is the second best option on that team. And maybe he is on that team's second best option. I think right? he is. But here's the deal, guys. Here's the deal. It's, I understand it's the preseason, but that's not, I'm not trying to knock it because we were pumped for Justin when he had his successes. But my point is Trubisky always tends to play better when the defenses are very simple. Most of the passes he completed were going right across his face. Mm -hmm. The Bears were not at any kind of complex zone. They played mostly man because you're trying to see if these guys can defend. Mm -hmm. Didn't blitz. Didn't blitz. So when things are, are, are basic, Trubisky tends to do better. He doesn't have to overthink it. There were some times, even in that preseason game last week, where he held on to the ball a little bit longer than he should have because his first option was taken away. Most of his passes that he completed were first option type passes. And even if he started out, he threw a couple of slants a little off. So I'm just saying, he looks good when teams play man-to-man. Detroit Lions kept playing man-to-man. He would carve up the Lions. Tampa Bay Buccaneers were playing man-to-man that time. He threw six touchdown passes. You know, when teams are basic and simple, the Cowboys kept it simple. <laughs> I forgot he, about he, that game. Yeah, he carves Tampa them game. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He had th- 24 <laughs> touchdown passes that year. Six of them, one-fourth of it was in that game. I remember uh, one game. Yeah. So so what I'm and saying is – And he still is, didn't even throw over 300 yards. No. no. So, <laughs> so, so what I'm saying is he's – he is, like you said, he is what he is. He is what we thought he was. And, yeah, in a preseason game with things that kept simple, he's going to look like an athlete who's good. I mean, he's an NFL talent. I never said he wasn't, and I don't think anyone's ever said he was an NFL talent. We just said he's not the number two pick in the draft, and he's not a franchise quarterback. Now, that being said, I said it before, and I'll say it again, if he's lucky, he could have a career like Rich Gannett. So by the time he's an eight- to nine, ten-year veteran, he's good enough to lead a well-stocked team 
to deep playoff runs. Is, are you saying that Mitch Trubisky is going to win an MVP? I said if he's lucky. <laughs> if it's it, it, it. one of them words that has 49 uh, definitions in wow. the American Dictionary. I tell you who he hope he never become, and that's Josh Rosen. <laughs> hey, Rosen got picked up today, didn't he? Yeah. 15 in five years, and he got drafted in 2000. No, 15, and he got drafted in 2018 or something like that. Top 20 pick. Good Lord. Hey, let me run this uh, quote by you right quick by Adam Johns. Uh, He had been on our show. Shout out to Adam. Uh, Adam was a tweet he sent out. He was like, uh, Justin Field seems to raise the level of play of the reserves around him. Andy Dalton needs help from the starters to raise his own play. End quote. Do you guys agree with that, or what are your feelings on that on that statement? Is I that, haven't. I don't, I don't. I haven't seen. I haven't seen enough to. Yeah, uh, I'm, to so know you, if I, that's true or false. I de- I definitely think Justin has been better, mm-hmm. but I mean, I don't know. Like, do the guys play better when Justin's out in the field? And do the guys well Adams made that? Adams made an amazing catch for both guys over yeah. this preseason, yeah. you know? So Adams Justin just, a, he may have earned a roster spot. Yeah, Justin's oh, been man, doing so. a lot of stuff with his legs. I think I think the fact that Dalton can't move, he can't he he can't get the ball out of his hands a lot of times. And when he does, it's being rushed. So I think it's just the quarterback. I don't necessarily think the personnel is playing better. I think the quarterback is just playing better, in my opinion. Well, yeah. So does Justin make the reserves look better? And does Andy need more help from the guys around him? Well, yeah, I get yeah. So well, Andy, well, let's Andy hasn't had Allen Robinson or Mooney on the field, I don't believe, Mm. in the first two games, right? No, I believe so. Right, right. Um, and but, and let's be real. Uh, number seventy at left tackle, Elijah Wilkinson cannot be your left tackle going into week <laughs> one, right? No. I think we all agree with that. So it's a, uh, to be determined later. Yeah, he needed. Yeah. No, well, it. It's hard guess, to say I guess he don't that, need I guess those that, guys. Say he needs, he he needs need, those guys. He does need starters he to, need to yeah. That's, but I mean, that's a point, yeah. But, I mean, are we going to say Justin wouldn't have needed those guys? Uh, not if he's running for, you know, just so far on this uh, preseason, Justin has run for 79 yards on nine carries. Yeah. And a mm-hmm. touchdown. And, and he got his hat handed to him, too. Yeah, but times. that was that wasn't the left tackle. That was that was kind of on him. And yeah, everyone blocked yeah. the way they were supposed to block. So that wasn't the line. <laughs> that was kind of Justin not picking up, yeah. you know, where the pressure oh, was coming man. from and hitting the hot route. Yeah, he supposed to got rid of that. Yeah. yeah. And be looking, he was definitely not looking the right direction. So that means he was unaware. So that was kind of on Justin. Uh, so I was just curious if you know what you guys might have thought about that. I have to see, I have to I had to see more. I have to see more in order to to agree with that. I wish we could, you know, actually see what's going on in practice, you know, like we could right. back in the old days, but mm-hmm. uh, we don't have that option anymore. So, <laughs> you know what I would have liked to see though? I would have liked to see had Justin pick that blitz up, that free mm-hmm. blitzer up, right? Uh-huh. Had he been able to make him miss? Uh, I think so. 
I think so too, but I would have loved to see the outcome of that. But I mean, I actually didn't, of course, we didn't want to see him get hit, but I love to see him get up. In he which we down. all, which we all, we already knew <laughs> he was tough. He said it hurt that bad. And, you know, it was like, looks worse like, than it really is. You know, and I'm like, people it like, oh, he's just saying that. I'm like, no, because he said that hit against Clemson hurt. <laughs> he, said <laughs> he said that it hurt. Like, he, 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 he was a very honest person. He said that it hurt. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, how much how much time does Justin get in this final preseason game? Well, they said, I, they said half. mostly two quarters. Yeah. Two, okay. He's, he's getting half. Nick Foles is uh, you know, playing for another team in the second half. I mean, he's playing for the Bears, but he's playing for a look look see so somebody else can pick him up. Yeah. Wait, you don't wait, 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 wait. you don't think he's gonna make the roster? He might yeah. holding the clipboard, but I mean basically the Bears are like, here's your opportunity so that if there's a quarterback that get hurt gets um, hurt later on, you can be picked up. The, I think I think teams are scared to pick them up though. I don't think they're scared. Why? It's just they don't need them right now. Well, I think because of that that mantra of him being that backup to save the day, it might cause more media negativity. Uh, so I definitely yeah. think I definitely feel like Indy would have made the right choice had they decided but but now Carson Wentz is seems to be okay but like that's the one team that probably wasn't going to pick up because Carson yeah, I know is there. I know but but here it is here it is I was listening today because what's going on in Dallas with Dak Prescott and his shoulder and they brought up how Dallas backups they don't have a backup and and somebody mentioned like why not trade for Nick Foles and they was like well I'm sure Jerry Jones probably don't want to deal with that fiasco of oh this is the backup to save the day type that and it's like I can see Indy because of who the quarterback is right but it's like do the rest of the league have this mindset like like Carson Wentz the only one experienced that he was our backup last year he came in gave us a spark one game and then it was over. <laughs> uh, he Unless did, he did beat Tampa Bay. Right. And he and, beat Tampa. And he beat Tampa. Unless you're telling me Jerry Jones himself said that, if that's just people speculating right. yeah. on that, that's different because I'm with you. It, you know, if if San Diego loses their backup, yeah, you know, then Nick Foles would be good to have right behind, you know, uh, Justin Herbert. Herbert. You have a guy who can, can teach you. And he's a good locker room guy. There's no reason to not have him. He's not. That's why like I think. Some... That's why I think he makes the Bears roster, though. I think he's, he's going to make be, the Bears roster. He's going to be a very. Valuable, I think he don't stay on the. He's roster. going to be a very valuable chip come. Uh, come week four, five, six. Or oh, oh, uh, so you're saying for trading them later is what you're saying? Yes, yes. Okay, I'll buy that. I'll buy yeah. that for a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I think Nagy love. I think Nagy love him too much to let him. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know what their relationship is like. Yeah. Nick, Nick uh, kind of called him out last year, yeah, <laughs> a yeah, couple of times. Yes. Hey, that was good, and he probably needed it. But right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't. I don't know what their relationship is like. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Nick makes the roster, though. I think so. Hey, let's move on to the. Uh, the college, but I guess the the college landscape and the the new alliance that has been built 
between the the ACC, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12. Um, the commissioners of those leagues gave a uh, had a really long press conference today about their their newly formed alliance. I don't know exactly what it meant <laughs> when when it comes to the alliance because they didn't mm-hmm. really give any real details about what it you know actually means, other than the fact that I guess when it comes to football, men's basketball, and women's basketball, that they're going to schedule each other, right? More. I don't know yes. if that means like but, every does that mean like every non-conference game is going to be against a team within the alliance or I don't that that didn't I want yeah I wonder how it goes per per sport because basketball already has the big ten ACC challenge. So yeah, but that's only that's only one game per team though. Yeah. That's so. that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but here's the deal. Here's there's also what I didn't understand. Uh does this mean that because obviously, I guess television networks would want you know more games between the alliance because you get you know you get better matchups, which will drive ratings and you know revenue, obviously. Um, which they they came out and said this has nothing to do with revenue. By the way, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, um, but I, I just I just it was, I, I I left out of it. Uh, you know, a little, a little confused. You know, uh, exactly what's what's going on here. To make a little sense of it, um, and again, scheduling is going to be the, the real big thing issue that they have to figure out, uh, particularly with football. See, football, a lot of these uh, schedules are made years in advance. Mm-hmm. Right. Basketball, especially in non-conference, right? Especially in non-conference, basketball tends to be like sometimes even month to month. So those changes aren't as difficult to, to, to figure out. Right. But with football and the other issue is with some conferences you have where they have it in their contract, particularly with whatever um, media uh, is distributing the game, be it Fox, you know, ABC, you know, ESPN, CBS, uh, so on, um, that they have to play nine conference games. Some have just eight conference games. So to be able to, and, and to make this work with this, this alliance of 41 teams, you basically are going to have to remove that ninth conference game and make it eight. So you can schedule better, have that cross count cross intersectionality when it comes to the teams. So in order to still fulfill your contract, if you have a nine, you know, conference game type contract, you're going to have to convince, you know, whoever is, you know, distributing your game that, Hey, losing a ninth conference game is okay. Cause we're going to replace it with, a really good team and really good matchup. So that's part of what that dalliance is going to be going forward. Uh, the other thing is it's kind of a, you know, F you to the SEC because they right. have a contract with ESPN for 10 years where it's going to bring in at minimum 300 million annually, right? annually for the next 10 years. So for the Alliance to be able to compete with that so that the SEC doesn't become overly, and that, that, that contract was before Oklahoma and Texas even got into the, into the fray. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So in order, and now that, but the SEC also was part of brokering that 12 team, you know, playoff going on into the future, you know, that we're, we're going to have, you know, in the future. So this Alliance is kind of like, Hey, let's consolidate our power so that, you know, we're able to not get lost in the shovel, kind of stabilize some aspects of college football, 
is that that will make it less likely that you get teams jumping from conference to conference. Okay, so it's a benefit for the alliance to do this because they're going to get new markets together. They're going to have more fertile recruiting grounds, so to speak. And they're also going to not have to hassle with adding another conference member, which then is no, seriously. Which then they they, they I'm not saying that they won't or they can't, but or that they won't or that they wouldn't, but they don't have to. Like so, to, to so compete they, against the SEC, you would have to because this, SEC going to 16 teams and those powerful teams. This alliance is like, look, we don't have to try and add on because where are they going to add from the Big 12 teams that they don't yeah, like? Yeah, yeah. Dude, nobody wants those teams. So, so here's the deal. So, so Dave Wanstead said he they, he was at a meeting. Uh, he was at his Fox meeting. Mm-hmm. He said this on the score today. He was at his Fox meeting, uh, I guess, last week. And I guess the talk with those guys was that uh, Oklahoma State and Kansas State were going to the Pac-12. Uh, West Virginia was going to the ACC. Mm-hmm. And Kansas and Iowa State to the Big Ten. That's mm. and- no word, no word yet on the teams from Texas on what Baylor, Texas you know, Tech, right? On what, what they would do, but <laughs> I, I could see that happening. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying that they won't add. I'm saying initially they don't have to. It's kind of like they don't have to, right? And, and they can kind of take their time more. So basically, you know, <laughs> and they're saying they're kind of to quote Ozzy Gian and his, his his granddaughter Azalea is like so sorry you know when it comes to the other <laughs> Big Twelve teams or the remaining eight teams it's like Poor so Big sorry 12. right but the other issue too and this is it's not a big issue but it's kind of like in the weeds is the Notre Dame factor you know because Notre Dame when outside of football this is it's an ACC conference ACC well they exactly they kind and, of in the press conference from what I from what I heard. Uh, Kevin Warren, who is the Big Twelve, uh, I mean Big Ten, Big Ten commissioner, he basically added in, you know, the Notre Dame scheduling mm-hmm. to their alliance. So right, right, yeah. Football wise, it, it yeah. works out for them, but in order, of, you know, it's Notre Dame becomes a different factor when it's not football because all their other, whether it's Olympic events or you know, uh, non basketball, non football. You know, other sports. Right, all of, all not football. The ACC. ACC. Yeah. Right. right. Um, well, you know, <laughs> you know, I think it's going to work, and it's it's interesting because these commissioners for Big Ten, Pac-12, and ACC, these are all new guys. None of these guys have been in a position beyond three years. You know, so there. This is this new way of looking at things. You know, not the old school way of looking at things. So. Uh, it'll be interesting, and I, I don't quite know how to pronounce his name, but the Pac-12 commissioner, George uh, Klyovkov, I'll go with that. I buy apologize. it. I apologize if it's wrong, but basically, and to quote him, he's like, there's nothing more valuable in media than live sports. So that lets you know where he's thinking. Well, yes, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the only appointment television that's out there now. You have right. to, you know, no one wants to catch a game on tape delay on replay yeah yeah, yeah so, so streaming services is gonna you know you know whether it's yahoo or you know youtube or whoever the streaming yeah, they're gonna be yeah. in play going forward absolutely you know? yeah yeah because that 300 million from espn they're like look buddy uh you know 
we can't have you getting 300 million annually for the next three years. And we're like, you know, fighting each other for the scraps. So why don't we not fight each other and build up our scraps to make a better meal going forward and compete against the SEC? My conference, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm SEC like he's Yankees. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know what I found. You know what I found the most fascinating about this whole thing is that uh, yes, they have this alliance, mm-hmm. but there's no contract. Yes. Yeah. No, it's no a contract. Agreement. <laughs> it's a that is, that's in, in today's landscape of, of just sports, period, or just business. That doesn't happen. That is. You're right. That's what does that tell you? Yeah. What does that tell you? That tells you that the, they are really like looking at the SEC with a raised eyebrow, like you MFs, like really? Okay, we, you know, because they, it's hard for them to do anything contractually because they ha- they still have these contracts, you know, with ABC, or, I mean, with uh, Fox and with ESPN and CBS. They got to figure this stuff out. And that's it, a lot to, to, to figure out. You, you're not going to do it in half a season or one year. It's going to take a couple of years maybe for some of these contracts to, to be renegotiated, well, you, so on and so forth. Well, you got to I mean, the, the issue now is, like you said before, the, uh, I guess, the non-conference schedules going forward. I'm sure there are teams that have games scheduled out through 2030. Yeah. Maybe, maybe even 2030, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. That's, so and, when and, when exactly does the alliance start? I don't I don't think they even know yeah. that. Right. So that's why you you nothing's in in writing because <laughs> what do you actually agree on? It's just so much you still need to figure out. And some of those non conference games you mentioned aren't going to be against other power teams. It's going to be against you know the you know Tulane's and the Tulsa's and right, the, right. The Georgia States. You know Miami of Ohio type kind of situations. So I'm well, sure Northwestern's got a couple of Miami Ohio games lined up. I think that's that's um, who's who's getting hurt the most. Uh, yes. Not the Big Twelve, but talking about the mid-major uh, Mac schools. Um, what what HB, some other HBCUs? H- HBCUs are definitely going to get hit. Sun Belt. Um, yeah. Uh, HBCUs because of the the money game factor. Yeah. Um, you know those. You know the games that that that. You know, Grambling, you know, them playing against an LSU, they probably that probably brings in six figures and that will fund help fund the entire athletic department for the entire year. Mm-hmm. So that's you know, if if we come to a point where you know the power fives won't be able to to schedule those those games, that's 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 gonna hurt a lot of athletic departments. And well, I guess they no, you're well, right. Here's, here, well, here's the deal. Will there even be an NCAA for for the Power Fives at 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 this point? It might be a re I don't know I don't want to say renegotiate it, but essentially they're going to have to you know reassess their their um, involvement with NCAA. But I think those those schools, the ones we mentioned, the the other five and and school in conferences like the HBC from the HBCUs, uh, is that they need to create a, another type of alliance and then maybe tap into regional sports coverage so that they, they can, they can further enhance their recruiting base a little bit more, you know, utilize, you know, you know, the Valley's network out there, utilize, you know, whether regional stuff, because they're not going to be able to get those national contracts. They're just not, 
they're not going to get those those national those nationwide contracts. But that doesn't mean you have to be completely left out. And then try try to use streaming services as well, you know, to try to get something so you're able to be viable. And then try to retain the bowls, you know, because that can be kind of reward. There's still some tradition in that. There's still some viability in that. Don't even try and consider getting you know competing for a national championship with the alliance and the sec or the power conferences or whatever because it's just it doesn't look like that's a possibility that's, that seems more of a, of a a long ago lost pipe dream but you, by the same token you, you don't want to become you know division classically or the fcs type situation you know which is okay but you don't want to fall that far you're somewhere in between you're like a hybrid and maybe you can maximize and get better TV contracts with those regional networks as opposed to the FCS, which only shows up, you know, around holidays in terms of nationally when you watch it. Well, I think a lot of uh, actually the, the, the FCS schools have actually, um, I think they've, they've, they've tried to, to, to get those and they, and they, and they have though ESPN has, uh, has a deal with the SWAC and the MEAC. Yeah. Um, they also have, a, I know for sure they have a deal with the, uh, with the big South, my Hampton pirates are, uh, in the big South and they, all of their, uh, conference games are at least streamed by ESPN, okay. uh, whether it's ESPN three or they'll be on ESPN U or whatever, whatever the case may be They're you know, it's out there. Yeah. And I think there's there's some money in that. I don't know how much. The broadcast mm-hmm. honestly are uh, pretty bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, how, I'm, my, my next question to you is going to be how much investment have they really put into so, the publicizing? Yeah, but, uh, those, uh, but it's there though. Conferences. It's there, but yeah, I, I just I I I'm a little afraid for that. What what it's going to do to. Uh, um, to the smaller, the smaller schools out there that depend on games against the 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 big, big schools, yeah, which yeah. which could affect scholarship money, which could affect you know absolutely, guys yeah, getting, yeah. You know, and and now like not just the football teams, but I'm sure you guys can attest to it. Usually, yeah, most yeah. football programs support all the other programs. Support, I, hey, I told you, I was a part of the uh, SAC committee at Grambling, so mm-hmm. I I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who take care of everybody else in that? <laughs> All right. So yeah, kind of yeah, like. Tell, hey, tell us, tell that story again about you uh, being in a meeting and. Oh uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, we was, was in a meeting with uh, the AD. <clears throat> he might have been two years in, might have been his second year or his first year as the AD, but some of the other sports, <clears throat> mainly, I, I would say mainly it was track. And I want to say it was soccer. <clears throat> so when I got there, so all my years there, track one, SWAT. Probably three of the four years, four or five years, whatever. They won SWAT. Indoor and outdoor. They would right. dominate. Soccer won SWAT, I think, twice while I was there. My freshman year, and I think, again, like my junior year. But they were, like, you know, asking – like why they don't get this? Why don't they get that? You know <laughs> stuff like that. And We're champions, damn it! You know, and 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 AD had to explain to him like, listen, the athletic budget is oh, like is like six point one million a year. 
He's like the football team alone brings in about four point five to five million of that budget. Wow. There you go. So that's priority number one. He flat out said that. They are priority number one, and then we trickle down from there. And I'm like, shh, wow. Okay. What, can, what can you say about that? Eh? What can we say? And then you look around at your counterparts in this meeting. Who has no representation in the meeting? The team that's going to get took care of, regardless. <laughs> they, they don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. So that sounds. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say that sounds to me like the line um, Jennifer Hudson has in the new movie of Respect, as she plays Rita Franklin. She's talking to her family. She says, "I don't sing, we don't eat, y'all don't eat." So hey, the grandma <laughs> yeah. don't get fed, none of the rest of y'all get fed. Man, that's real. real. That's real. Yeah. I just know this, man. I need my college football soon. I, Saturday. I, 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 Saturday I is. It. This oh, Saturday? no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about the video game. I'm sorry. Oh, oh okay. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Well, this hey, Saturday, you... too. Yeah. Yeah. You still got the old one? Did you give it up? You still no, got your PS3? I, it's packed up, man. It's, it's What? It's packed up. <laughs> Actually, no. You know what it is? I, I had to get the Xbox version because my PS3 got the, uh, oh. what was it called? The yellow death ray signal. So my PS3 died, so I had to I had to get the the the, the PlayStation. I mean the uh, the Xbox version. So it's I still have it, but yeah. Do you do I really want to pull it out? No. Yes, I still have mine. Okay. It's still it's still in my PS3, and I tell you what, if you want, it's a big screen on the TV, man. It's it's, it's just a wall. Yeah. The wall is the TV. It's, okay. it's a Screen, excuse me. Just for you, man. We could spend an hour there just. Reminiscent. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Tennessee volunteer. You can take who you want. Well, my, my team back in the day was uh Florida I used State. to rock with uh no no, no 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 I used to rock with TCU. TCU, well, hey, that's perfect, man. Yeah. TCU yeah. I played with Ohio State. Yeah. Of course you did. Why don't you just play with Alabama while you're at it? <laughs> oh, I was winning all the championships. Who'd you have? Well, I had Alabama. <laughs> But no, the college the college season does start this weekend, and uh, hey, football's here, man. It's, that's hey, my favorite time of the year, no doubt about it. Yes, sir. Uh, lastly, let's oh, play out baseball is my favorite time. Uh, here we go. going in. Here we go. That's <laughs> segue. Hey, Brandon, that's called a segue, man. <laughs> man, I, yes, we got to talk about your Yankees, man. Your Yankees have won yeah, eleven man. straight here. Yeah, last time back. we lost, last time we lost was on a walk-off. Field <laughs> of the Dreams game. The last game we lost. So you guys are back in the division race now. You're only four back. Yes, indeed. Only four back of uh of the Rays here. Who are man, that's by the way, a very good baseball team. Yes. The Rays. Um, yeah. but you guys got that lineup, man. I, I mean, what, 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 can, what can you say, man? I, nah, I, I am afraid. I am, I am really afraid of seeing you guys in a, either a, a one game or five game series. Uh, and what, what I'm, series. what I'm seeing right now is, like you said, with the lineup, every day is someone different. It's someone different every day, and like, 
you know, and and I'm seeing a lot of what I saw last. Was it last year? We had like the makeshift lineups and we just guys was just chipping in and coming into the lineup and doing a part like this Velasquez kid. Never heard of him. And then he comes in and he's tearing things up, you know, and it's fun to watch. Rizzo's back. He ain't really been doing much, but he he back in the lineup. Judge Steady. Stanton had him a breakout game yesterday. You know, it's 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 fun. Pitching is and we still not healthy in the pitching. We still not healthy with our pitching, but hey, they got something going. They done figure something what? out. Go ahead. You, bring, you bring up pitching. That's the one thing. Like I, I wouldn't mind seeing you guys in a seven game series because I'm not too worried about your your starting pitching. After Gary Cole, I'm hey. I'm I'm good. So hey, hey. I mean, hey, that's so what I, I had. I mean, that's, to 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 be the best, you got to beat the best. So yeah. if we, so if I gotta see you, I'd rather see you in a seven game than than a five game. I, I feel that. that. I feel that. I feel that. But I I did remember one one pitcher that won a single World Series damn near by itself. Boy, Mad Bomb. Madison Bumgarner. So hey, we could probably do it too. No, I'm just playing. I would I would definitely not want to rely on one arm in the postseason. Not in the American League. What? Not, not, not in the American League. We don't face pitchers every <laughs> right. every you know. But, but man, it's it's hey, they rolling. They rolling, man. And let's see if we can keep it going. I, I would love for us to catch Tampa. It's gonna be hard to do. But, like, I would rather be in that division league versus playing that wild card. Yeah, the wild but, card game, anything can happen. One, but, one if, but, I mean, if we there, hey, get in, do a handle our business. This is where you play the music is. Dun, 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 The evil empire. Dun, 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 they dun, seem to be dun, back. And <laughs> we roll. We roll. They seem to be back, man. I'm gonna say we got the second best record in the in the whole American League right Whatever. now. I, all I know is that we got the RBI leader in the majors, period. So there, chew on that. <laughs> oh man, you're right. Yeah, and and, and we have three yeah, pitchers. We're tied the with the Astros. And we have three pitchers who are have Three pitchers in the top six most strikeouts in the American League. So chew on that. Hey, I tell you what, I know, I know hey, the man. Sox, the what, Sox what? played the Sox played well against the Blue Jays tonight, but man, they they got they got to get it together. Man. As I say, word on the street is y'all just a product of a bad division, man. Oh, pull up the punches, Tyson. Pull up the punches, Tyson. Easy there, easy. Pull the belt there, easy. Keep it legal. Hey, keep that, it legal. That's, that's my shot to all the Sox fans who keep coming at me. Man, you just better hope y'all ain't peeking at the wrong time. Man, listen, <laughs> listen. Don't, don't, don't talk to me about my team. Like, worry about y'all. I'm just saying, we just, we just play the teams on the schedule, man. That's all we that's can true. do. Man. That's true. That's all man, we can that's do. True. That is true. Yes, sir. Uh, I think the last thing I just wanted to bring up. I think this is so cool. Uh, J.R. Smith, uh, retired NBA player, uh, former Cleveland Cavalier, and he played for a, for a few teams. 
Yes. New Orleans. New Orleans, yeah. yeah. When he went to the Bulls uh, for a hot second? Oh, I think for like a day. Yeah, for a hot second. With the yeah. Knicks. <laughs> Knicks. But uh, J.R. Smith is enrolled at North Carolina A&T and uh, has decided to join the golf team there. And uh, he finally got his NCAA clearance, so he is officially on the team and will be competing with the Aggies in golf come next month. I think that's freaking awesome, man. That's 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 outstanding. Yeah, for an old timer, you're never too old to uh, yeah get out there yeah. and compete, man. So for for, for the thirty plus somethings out there, yeah, congrats. he's a he's a five handicap, which you know he's a, he's he's pretty good. He's pretty good, and uh, he gets to because you know he came out of he came straight out of high school. High school, mm-hmm. so he didn't uh, he didn't enroll in college, and uh, well, he went to the NBA straight out of high school, I should say. Um, so he now can. Uh, I guess the, the college rule is um, if you don't go if you go if you don't go professional in a particular sport, you can play that sport uh, in college. So his. His five-year clock has just has just started. So that's started. <laughs> that's awesome, man. And on a personal note, I just want to put it out there. Uh, according to ABC ruling, uh, Mookie Betts will be allowed to be on our bowling team uh, <laughs> once the season's done. Hoping for a short postseason for the Red Sox. We get Mookie the out there. I'm sorry, the Dodgers. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, we won't see him until like mid November. <laughs> That's like who is the who is the dude that used to play for the A's, and uh, he retired, and then joined a softball team. <laughs> I don't remember who that was. I don't know. Ah, ooh, damn. Uh, like in like in like in like the the, the late twenty, the late 2000s. <laughs> it sounds like a Jason Giambi movie, right? Um, Jeremy. That just seems completely unfair. But yeah, he was a year. He was a year out. You got a major leaker on your softball team. He was a year out, and he, he joined a so he joined a recreation softball team. It's like seriously, that 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 can't be fair. Oh, that's, hey, yeah, Peyton Manning retired. He's joined the flag football team over by the wreck. He joined the seven oh seven league. Right, seven oh seven. What? You got who? Peyton Manning, what the hell? No, he can't play. Give me my ball. What's going on? Hey, by the way, as I just want to let you know, I dropped yeah, a 230, I dropped a 230 this past Sunday. I just want to oh, put that out there. Really? Yeah, yeah. Change change balls last game. You know, I had to had to pull it out. Little, little, nice little 200 series. I mean 600 series, excuse me. You know, nice little 600 so which, series. So so how many how many games did you bowl? No, we bowl three. Okay. Always both three in league, man. Always both three. So this was your. I'm no, no. I'm saying like which which game. This was the last game I dropped. The last 30. game. Okay. Yeah. This is this is after all the the oils been moist. It's more difficult at times sometimes to bowl like that. You know, the lanes change a lot. You know, the oil is gone, so ball moves fast, and you got to make your adjustments. You know, some people struggle in the last game. Some people don't. I'm just saying. You know. Who who was the who was the witness to this? Uh, uh, this alleged two thirty. One Brandon. <laughs> Uh, Willis, teammate and co-worker. As a matter of fact, I, I had the high series for our team that day. You know, I'm just saying, you know, I, I got a little something, something left, man. You know, I'm, not, I'm not washed up yet. Well, congratulations, man. I'm uh, very <laughs> happy it, for you. Didn't win any money. Somebody actually bowled the 300 last week. So there you go. Anyway, you guys got anything else? Not till next yeah. week, man. College football. I'm, I'm pumped mm-hmm. for that. 
Playoffs are right around the corner for baseball. NFL is about, you know, around week and a half corner. to two weeks away, around mm-hmm. the corner. You know, pretty soon preseason basketball will start up. Get to see these new look bulls. I mean, hey, you know, it's it's, ah, it's about it's, that time of year where, where sports starts to matter again. It's a good time. Hey, fellas, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM podcast. We want to thank you all for listening. We do not take your listens for granted. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can catch us at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and I'm sure I missed a number of other spots. But wherever you find your favorite podcast, you'll definitely find us. Uh, you can also catch us at hp53productions.com. Uh, there's a link to the podcast on that website, as well as uh, some others, uh, the Super Duper Podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and the Father Good Podcast hosted by Kenny Stevenson and Marshall Givens. Uh, you can also catch some merch on the site. Merch, merch, merch. Yes, sir. Go and get your easy smoking the GM uh, shirt, cap, mug, whatever it is. You'll definitely find some good stuff on there. So uh, so definitely uh, take a take a take a look at the at the web page, please. Um, and yeah, that's all I got, man. So with that, Glenn, please take us out. Hey, it's like we always say, we ain't saying we're right. We just sure as hope that Brandon's wrong about them damn Yankees. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>